Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Crypto Entrepreneurs Podcast with your host, Charles. Enjoy. Today, we've got a good one for you. But before we get into it, just a quick word from our sponsors, Dudex. So Dudex is a new cryptocurrency derivatives trading platform that aims to provide a fair and professional experience for its users. With third-party market makers and no exchange token or internal trading desks, Dudex creates transparency and puts the customers first. A couple of the features on Dudex include 100x leverage trading, perpetual swaps without expiry date and daily settlement, 100,000 TPS per contract, and most importantly, no KYC. That's right, every crypto trader's favorite words, no KYC. Sign up with the link in the description below to start trading today and receive up to $100 in free Bitcoin when you make your first deposit. Happy trading, guys. All right, guys, before we get started, I just want to remind you to hit the subscribe button below. I'm dropping two episodes a week and subscribing to the podcast is the perfect way to make sure that you don't miss any episodes and that you can hear them as soon as they're out. Uh, But now let's get to the show. This is episode 57 of the Crypto Entrepreneurs Podcast. As always, it's your host, Charles, and today we've got a great one for you. Today I'm going to be sitting down with Loriana. I'm sure you've seen her on Twitter. She's she's huge on Twitter. And today we're going to be talking about crypto art, because she makes a lot of art. Uh, so this includes paintings, jewelry, the likes. And then we're also going to be talking about e-commerce and the shift that has happened where the sale of art has kind of moved online and how artists can adapt to this and make that switch themselves. So let's get to the show. So Loriana, before we get into your art and e-commerce, do you think you could just give us a little background on yourself and what you were doing before you found cryptocurrencies? Absolutely. And and I think I want to start with uh, most people based on what I've seen on social media, maybe think that I I just, you know, do because I'm pretty um, active on on social media and now started on YouTube. I actually do hold a full time job, the regular traditional nine to five or eight to five. Um, and that is mostly in sales and marketing. So that's what I'm mostly focused on. And I have been focused on sales and marketing from the very beginning. And before um, actually um, working for one of the tech companies here in my area, I did um, have my own company that I ran with my husband, and that was uh, guerrilla marketing, which is different types of marketing that are a little bit outside of the box and, and, and different type of advertising that is very engaging with the, with the audience. And since 2014, I was first discovering the e-commerce, the dropshipping business, and that is something that is my passion until until now. Okay, so I actually didn't know that you had a full-time job. I feel like you're doing so much on Twitter. I see you <laughs> constantly doing stuff, so I just kind of assumed that you had you know, this was your full-time work, this business that you have, or these businesses that you have. Uh, So it's crazy to hear that you have a full-time job on top of it. Um, And I want to congratulate you on doing such a good job of managing both of them, because you really do a good job on Twitter. 
And um, thank you. I do, if I may. There, there is a trick to it, and I, I said I've been uh, in e-commerce since about late 2014, and at the very beginning, I solely focused on that, and I was developing my little stores that actually took off really well. But now, this is very important for whoever wants to get into e-commerce. You, your, your, your goal. Uh, is to set them up so they pretty much on work on autopilot, which is very important when you do um, uh, drop shipping or if you have your stores on Etsy, Amazon, to to get to the point that I'm I'm very proud of that that I got to that point when everything is pretty much based on qual- uh, quantity, and you're only it's almost like your passive income that you created yeah so you kind of put the work in early you you get your shop set up you're correct you have your background in marketing and advertising so you do a killer job of doing that and then these items pretty much just sell themselves um i also want that's to... sorry go, go ahead, ahead. Go no, ahead. no please go ahead <laughs> and and that's what allows me to have to now go back to the corporate world that you know i've been in this job for more than two and a half years but it is a techie job so um also you know within my interest but it gives me a lot of good i'm learning a lot of good tricks from just the business side and the corporate world which i do believe it's needed in you know overall in business so i'm trying to keep the corporate job because one day i might need it for for something bigger that you know that is related to crypto that's what i'm hoping for yeah i I completely agree i think you can take a lot of what you learn at work especially in like a tech job like you have and apply it to your own businesses um and the one last thing i wanted to touch on was the fact that you have this experience with this marketing you know, the guerrilla marketing, um, because you've done a wonderful job of marketing yourself on Twitter. Uh, you have a very large engaged following. Uh, so I really appreciate that you've given us kind of this background on yourself. Uh, you're a woman of many talents. You, you're hardworking, clearly. You've got your full-time job. You've got these businesses that you've set up. Uh, you also have this art that I've been seeing uh, a lot online recently. So can you just talk to us about everything that you're doing in the industry uh, because there's a lot that I've seen from you on Twitter I, I definitely the art definitely was was a surprise for me that it took off so I'm very very thankful for that and right now I'm a little bit hurting on the creative side meaning um, the actually through Twitter I am getting custom orders so I don't really create something that comes from from within, but I do create other people's vision, uh, which is which is very nice. Although it, with with the full time job, I cannot really you know create all the time. So I'm hurting a little bit there. I, I hope that maybe I'll make that decision to move completely to you know work online. But it's going to be a couple more years. But that's 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 one thing, and. I did start to to work with with I, I assume bigger companies in crypto and promote 
their businesses in in my way meaning they give me that freedom to 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 put to input my creativity into what how i want to present them to to crypto world so like my recent one was with nexo uh which i really really enjoyed and i learned so much uh from from working for them um and i think that's what some people don't understand i wanted to touch on it a little bit you know that uh, hated word influencer i do actually believe that influencers if they do their job right and if they promote and learn about what they're presenting it actually gives them a lot of knowledge that's at least how i look at what i'm trying to do i completely agree with you there uh, so those are two big things right there you've got your art and you talked about the fact that you know you were doing a lot of creative stuff and then as of recently you've been getting a lot of requests for custom art which has hindered the creativity a little, which is unfortunate, but at the same time, you are able to sell more pieces or you're able to sell you know, pieces maybe at a higher price. Uh, and then you talked about the fact that you're doing this like advertising and marketing for companies, using that experience from outside of Twitter uh, to apply it to the crypto industry. Uh, was there anything else? I know I've seen like bracelets from you and some gloves. It, it, that's part of the artistic. I always been pretty good with just like handmade stuff so i know it sounds really really funny and but i was really good at knitting or or creating jewelry so that's that's part of you know maybe something that you don't know if you follow me on twitter but um i i definitely have that creative side so whatever i touch that can be put together it's going to probably end up being something cool <laughs> Yeah, a, a lot of it's been super cool stuff. Uh, I've seen it all over Twitter. And um, you say that we might not see that you're creative, but I mean, in your, in all of your pieces, we can see this kind of creativity that oh, you have. Oh, I meant in like, you know, imagine me sitting and knitting. Oh, yeah, so yeah. So that's <laughs> yeah. probably not, not something you're going to see. But yes, I do enjoy just creating stuff, not only if it's a painting or drawing, I do like to do like handmade, handmade things. Yeah, it's all, it's all been super cool. And it's really awesome that you're able to turn just this like kind of passion into profit through Twitter and your marketing. Um, you're able to sell these bracelets, the art, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, it's kind of what I wanted to talk about on this episode uh, because I've seen this huge trend of moving uh, you know, art sales, they're moving online. Everyone has a social media. Their social social networks are much larger than they used to be. Uh, so can you just talk about this trend that we're seeing where the sale of art has moved online? Can you talk about, you know, some of the pros and cons um, and how to do it successfully? Because we've, we've seen you, you're now getting custom commissions uh, and you, you're really one of the Bitcoin artists that has seen a lot of success. So can you just walk us through all of this? I believe that the whole art being moved online is actually much better for the artists. Uh, first of all, the um, if we're talking about drawings or paintings that are in the galleries, I don't know if you, you know that, but galleries usually literally rip you off. They take at least 40%. Uh, industry industry standard is about forty to fifty percent 
from the sale. So online, when you're an artist, you can put your pieces yourself. You can create your own website. You don't have to go through any mediary. And that's that's already a huge plus, in my opinion. And, you know, the artists have control over not only their where they put their art, but also on how much they, they make on it. So that's definitely a, a good thing that, you know, art is moving online and it's being sold online. Um, the only thing you cannot do what, you know, when whenever it's in a gallery, you do meet some of your customers online pieces that are being sold, maybe not always. Uh, you can actually shake hands with, with the buyer, which I really enjoy. But again, I would say that moving online for to sell art online is actually a huge plus, in my opinion. I, I completely agree. You're really, I don't know that a lot of people know about the galleries taking that large of a cut. I didn't personally know that it was up to 40%. Uh, I knew that there was some sort of fee that needed to be paid, but that's just absolutely absurd. Um, and you're kind of getting rid of this third party uh, that takes a cut from the artist. Uh, and it just takes money out of their pocket. And then the fact that it just opens up your art to so many more eyes is is why I think we've seen this trend recently. Um, you did talk about I the agree. one. Yeah, you did talk about that one con, which is that you're unable to actually meet the buyer in person which can be a little bit off-putting because, you know, art's a very personal thing, especially with commissioned pieces. You know, you're really creating this for somebody and to not be able to, you know, give it to them, meet them in person to discuss it. It's a little bit hard, uh, but overall, I think uh, I think it's net positive. Uh, as for sales, Absolutely. as for sales, do you see... Um, do you know wh which one do you see more sales with online versus the galleries? Uh, and what about like prices? Is there any kind of price difference between selling in a gallery versus selling online? I, I was actually pricing my pieces pretty much the same way, which leads to, to what I said before. I was making a lot less money when the pieces were in the galleries. Um, so 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 there you go that's that's the answer you you do uh, you still might have a you know a middle person like i am very thankful that fomo hunt is one of them um and but they are it's not even comparable how how you know and and i think another thing that i wanted to add the promotion is very very different promoting your art online and promoting your art in a brick and mortar uh, type of place uh, you do have so many people that can actually share it and that makes it like you said just now that it makes it so much more um, you get such a big audience uh, versus you know having your piece even if it's an amazing piece in the gallery, not that many eyes can actually see it. Completely agree. This fa the fact that you have, you know, tens of thousands of followers on Twitter, those eyes are getting it. And then anyone who they share it with is also seeing it versus in a gallery. You've got a couple hundred people walking around at any one given time. And that's about it. So this, this trend, I think, is something that we're going to see continuing. And to anyone out there who's listening who's not online already, 
I think they need to make that move. The one other problem that I see with the, you know, with selling art online is that there's a lot more competition, in my opinion. I could be wrong here. I haven't put any of my art online just because it's more of a hobby. But uh, can you maybe talk about, is, is there extra competition that you're seeing um, when you're selling online? Absolutely. And not only just the quant- uh, quality and, and not only the quantity, how much there is there to to be seen but there's also that little when you actually stand in front of the painting or a drawing you you do get a feedback from what you're seeing and if the art is good it's very simple if the art is good even if you have no idea about art you're gonna pretty much feel that what you're looking at is good um online it's actually a little bit harder to to capture that so your your photography of the actual art piece has to be really good in order to relate what you have like uh, dimensions cannot be shown um online it's really hard to do that unless it's a sculpture that's a different story but on the on the regular 2d um art piece it, it is a little bit different to do that because some of my painting paintings do have the texture to it and it's very hard to capture in order to relate that to a viewer that it has that depth in it does it make sense yeah that makes perfect sense i mean just from what i've seen on your twitter uh personally everything looked very two-dimensional uh maybe i just wasn't looking close enough but i think that you're completely right there. It's very hard to see any of that depth online. So there are pros, there are cons, but it does sound like the con or the pros far outweigh those cons. Um, I absolutely agree. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So I, again, I just want to reiterate to anyone who is making art out there, who's listening to this, who doesn't have it online, I highly suggest starting. And uh, that kind of leads me into my next question uh, because you talked about your website And you talked about FOMO Hunt. So can you just talk about, you know, everywhere that you can find your art online? Uh, If you have any specific websites, can you can you give them to us now so that I can get them into the description? Yes. And I'm going to I'm going to say it again. FOMOHunt.com is 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 just phenomenal. And there's there's two very specific reasons why I believe I was very fortunate to to work work with the team on Farmer Hunt. They are one of the most and hardworking teams out there within our little crypto world. And they do promote their own, which is fantastic. And they do it in a very, very good, smart and, and solid way. Uh, and the second thing, which is very simple, but very important, they do um, allow people to pay for uh, the art with so many cryptocurrencies that it's it's very very not common yet and i think that's huge difference between fomo hunt and other websites that are there um they really do you know they, they how you say that in english they, they talk the they walk the walk <laughs> yeah <laughs> they uh they talk the talk but don't walk the walk and I know exactly what I know exactly what you're talking about. You know, I've seen 
cryptocurrency artists and creatives that are selling their product but don't accept cryptocurrencies, which is very odd to me. And I love the fact that FOMO Hunt says, no, you can pay with Bitcoin, you can pay with Litecoin. They have a bunch of other different currencies that you can pay with. Uh, so that's that's a huge benefit. Um, it is. It is. And I think that's, a, that's very, very important because if you are within a market that it's so specific and you're promoting crypto in general, if you don't take payments, you're offering PayPal to customers. It just looks really... Um, it's just not very professional, in my opinion. Not at all. Uh, so you got we should, Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. No. We, we, we all should be, you know, on the front of of promoting paying with crypto and, and you know, just educating people about it. And and I think Fomohan does a great job on that. Yeah, love the guys over there. So to anyone who's listening who maybe already does sell some of their art online, but isn't on FOMO Hunt, I highly suggest getting in contact with Lawrence. Uh, he can get you set up and you can start selling your art there. Uh, that would need to be a discussion you two have, obviously, but you know you can at least start that conversation. And then uh, did you have like a website or anything like that anywhere else that you sell it? Yes, my little, little baby website, which is cryptoandart.com. And I do want to emphasize that there is not um, a art piece on there that is actually, as far as the paintings or the prints, those are everything that I find online. And going back to my my um, previous, you know, things that I do in e-commerce, I do find pieces that I enjoy and I put them into my store. Uh, crypto and art but it's not the one with the actual pieces that i make that website is under construction and i'm hoping to have it done uh within around christmas time and that's going to be be very exciting to share with with everybody because it's going to um have all the art that i actually create and that want to show but crypto and art is a fun store with accessories you can find the bracelets there you can find other little crypto things that i find online and and want to just share there we go so crypto and arts kind of everything you're then going to have your own site coming up soon i'm really excited i'm looking forward to it (laughs) um so you know you're you're this e-commerce kind of expert in a sense uh you've set up a ton of shops yourself can you just give uh my audience a couple tips on how to start selling their art online like what can they what can they do well first of all you have to choose between uh there, there's two websites that you can go to very quickly you can use shopify obviously uh, and that's a very easy setup i would recommend for people who are just starting to just go over there um shopify will pretty much take you throughout the whole process it's super super easy and and it has a lot of plugins that you can you can uh, make the website look professional, and you can even accept cryptocurrencies because they do have a lot a ton of plugins that that are um, suitable to to accept crypto. Um, if you're a little bit more experienced, and if you want to make the website look very very good which is what i'm hoping and that's what i'm working on right now you have to go to wordpress 
I'm not sure if everybody has enough experience to build a website in WordPress, but um, that's like a second step, I would assume. If you do not want to deal with, you know, creating your own website, I, Etsy is a great place to sell anything that you make, although they will not for, at least I didn't hear about any plans Etsy accepting crypto, so, but Etsy is definitely a great place too. There we go. So yeah, you got Shopify, which any anyone who's doing any kind of merch or art that I've talked to has said, get on Shopify. It is the easiest thing to set up. Correct. And then you can take the second route, which gives you a little bit more freedom. And uh, it's kind of, you know, your own. You can build it from the ground up is hop on WordPress, create your own website. It does take a little bit more technical know-how. Uh, but for anyone out there who wants to you know, have their own site, make it perfect for them. I, I highly suggest creating your own website. And then you talked about, you know, the other one, which is Etsy, which is massive. And then there's places just like Twitter, you know, Facebook Marketplace. There, there's a ton of different places where you can just sell your art, get it out to people. Do you have any tips on um, like marketing it on these sites uh, so that maybe they see a little bit more traffic? Because if you just set up your Shopify, it's going to be hard for people to you know, come across your art very organically at the beginning. So do you have Absolutely. any tips there? <laughs> that is the hardest thing. That's why um, I do believe that, you know, if you really, really want to promote your art, you, you have to get on social media, you have to get involved. You need to do something maybe different that it's, you know, outside of the box to, to be seen. And, you know, if I wasn't on uh, sh on social stuff, I probably wouldn't be seen. So that's that's the truth. I think promotion works the best uh, right now in now world uh, through social media. I actually recently found Reddit to be pretty good uh, traffic. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? It brings actually pretty good traffic too. So. I would add Reddit to it too, as far as promotion. And you know, I'm always trying to look for different, different uh, alleys to 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 get people involved, and at least for them to to see what what I create. But um, those Etsy is a little bit easier, just because you can. Uh, there's there's a specific target market on Etsy, and you can actually set it up. Your store can be set up to target that those people. So if you're not big into social media, there's little tricks on Etsy that you can do to to, to for people to find you. Uh, so like pet portraits that I'm you know heavily now uh, creating. If you actually a pretty good technically artist and you post your stuff on Etsy under pet portraits, you will be seen without much promotion. So that's that's a little tip. Anywhere you can really get, you know, a lot of eyes on your stuff is where you want to be. Uh, you talked about Twitter and Reddit. Uh, I've seen some people hopping on like Instagram and TikTok lately. Uh, just pretty yes, much any correct. social media site uh, where people can share your work. And if it's good, they will share it. More eyes will be seen. And then you talked about, you know, the fact that Etsy does a very good job of targeting specific audiences. So just make sure when you jump on there and you're trying to sell everything, make sure your title's good. Make sure your tags are good. Set it up from the beginning. Absolutely. Yes. 
yeah you... i see you you do know a little bit too oh yeah of course <laughs> I, i've uh, i've had my stint selling on etsy and stuff and um you know it, it's the same for a lot of different platforms youtube it's kind of the same thing amazon selling very similar um correct so yeah just make sure from the start you kind of set up your shop to be niche specific and uh, it'll kind of take care of itself in a way, but you do need to add specific things. And there's plenty of websites that you can go check out. Uh, they'll walk you through all of this in detail. Uh, but I really appreciate you giving us just like a general overview of it. Um, so we've kind of got your expertise. We've got what you're doing in the industry. We've got how to be successful. We talked about art sales. It was wonderful. Um, can you talk about what you've got in your pipeline for the next 12 months, what you're most excited for? <sighs> Other than the website, um, because I know the website's <laughs> going to be out soon. How about a little bit about crypto, what I think and what I you know, assume is going to happen? I, I do believe that, and that is a little bit connected to, to what I'm trying to to create. Um, you know, I do believe that the the next big jump, big boom, uh, will come, and we're all waiting for it since what is it, December two thousand seventeen? I think it's almost been two years. Uh, <laughs> I do believe it's going to happen, but I do have to be honest with you. I believe that it will happen when the central banks decide that they are all in, and when they actually have everything connected digitally on their end and it's simple as this so so that's why you know i i kind of am as far as strictly you know cryptocurrencies i'm i want to be on both sides of the war so i am all for decentralization and for centralization i want to be on both sides that's why xrp and bitcoin as far as my, you know, my social media goes. And that um, leads me to the art that I want to create. I definitely want to want to show that battle between the centralized and decentralized world and also us, meaning people who are within it. And I want to create more art that is a little bit more dramatic and also throw in a little bit more esoteric stuff that I've been researching for years, a little bit more occult stuff. So hopefully that's going to take me to, I would like to be on a different level as an artist. I want to create stuff that is deeper and, and more involving. So that is something that excites me so much that I can, you know, hopefully I'm going to find time and hopefully people are going to actually understand what I'm trying to convey. So that's, that's my plan, at least for, for now. And the second huge thing that I would expect myself to have accomplished within next year, my dream is to, uh, from the sales side to, to have the, the, the best, YouTube channel for live auction of crypto art and I'm not sure how to get it how to get there yet but that's my my vision and and that's why I'm I'm trying to work with bigger crypto companies so then after a year I can come and be like hey guys you know I would like for you to become a sponsor of this or that so that's a big plan, but th those are my plans. Here you go. 
Those are those are two very big plans, <laughs> and I'm looking forward to you pulling them off. I know you will. You've done so much. <sighs> you're you're a superwoman in a sense, and I, I think you'll be able to accomplish accomplish both of these things. Uh, with I pre- I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Of course, of course. I I think credit should be given where it's due and you are absolutely killing the crypto art scene uh so i i just want to show that appreciation and i want you to understand that you do have people out there supporting you um with regards to you know you talked about you you're really hoping that that people understand and see the meaning the deeper meaning to your art i think a select few will um and then there's going to be people who just don't understand it at all uh but i i think there will be a a good portion of your audience that does. And I'm looking forward to seeing some of that work. Uh, You did talk about the fact that, you you know, there's going to be another boom. I do agree with you. Uh, I don't know when we're going to see it, but I think that will bring in a whole round of, you know, fresh new people, which will help with your art. It will help with, you know, people listening to my podcast. Uh, That's a great point. I didn't, yes, you're absolutely right. And then lastly, you, you talked about, um, this this youtube this live auction thing on youtube i didn't even know that was a thing is that is that a thing for regular art not really this is just something that i i you know for i think over a year now that i just it's just i i made that up i want to do it this is something that i would extremely enjoy because it would i feel connect my marketing sales passion but also, I do believe I have a pretty good eye on, on you know, judging other artists. And I would like to promote them as well. So I, I would like to become this expert on, on great pieces within crypto world that, you know, is a very specific niche. And I find it um, that might be actually a great idea to, to you know, involve people and even teach them a little bit about art and and then also teach them about cryptocurrency. I you're you know you're trend setting. You're going to you're going to start this trend of this YouTube auction and uh, I'm really looking, Right? I, That's I, what it should be. I've never heard of anything <laughs> like that. I I I'm thinking about it now and it sounds genius and I'm really looking forward to seeing how you build that out um and where that goes. So your your next 12 months is jam packed and I'm really looking forward to what you're bringing. Uh, now, before we wrap up, I do like to end with some sort of tip for my audience. So from your perspective, what do you think your biggest tip is for new artists in the industry? <sighs> to, to definitely not give up. And, and that's what I think I'm trying to relate in my art. I'm not sure... If you remember or, or notice, I do very often create uh, very strong animals, wolves, um, lions, bulls, because they do represent to me, and I do believe to my audience as well, that strength that it's needed when you first uh, go and start off on your journey but probably everyone experienced this at some point you you know things are not always uh, roses and chocolates so you do have some setbacks but to remember that you need to push on and continue and even if things are not working out 
the way exactly as you want them to, to find ways and learn from your mistakes or your little setbacks to, to just continue learning and being strong within, you know, these really uncharted waters that crypto is. And I do believe that artists have to remember that, that even if they create something that the audience doesn't like, then switch it up, make something different, uh, maybe touch on a different coin to, to, to present it to the audience. I hope this makes sense, but not to give up, to be like a strong animal and to find that within you that it's, that it's pushing you to go forward. You, that makes a ton of sense. Honestly, I have experienced this exact same thing. I'm not as much a creative, but I do have my podcast, which is a bit of a creative out, outlet. And um, I, I hit it hard at the start. I was very excited for it. I was, you know, putting episodes out. I was recording them. I was doing the editing and the viewers just weren't coming in like I thought they would. You know, it was lo much lower than expected for maybe the first three or four months. And if you look at the dates on my my interviews, there's like a five month period where I just wasn't putting any of them out because I had gotten so discouraged from the fact that people weren't listening. And then I said, you know what, like I forget about the viewers for a second. I enjoyed it. I'm going to continue to do it. I know they will come eventually. And after that, I really hit it hard. I started putting in a lot of effort to make the sound quality good, to get quality guests on. And as I started putting out new shows and new podcast episodes, uh, I, I just saw the viewership completely take off. And if I had not come back and I had just given up on it, I wouldn't have this show anymore. I wouldn't be where I'm at today. Uh, so it's it's definitely hard to get the ball rolling, but once you do, it kind of picks up steam. There's this snowball effect where every piece or every episode or every, you know, whatever it is that you're putting out, it just keeps getting better and better and your audience is growing organically. Uh, so I, I do love that tip on, you know, not giving up. And I do see that in a lot of your pieces. Uh, I have seen a lot of bulls, bears, which also relates to, you know, financial markets. Uh, but you talk about Absolutely. the wolves, the lions, and that's like, it, it very much speaks to the strength that you do need in this industry if you're some sort of creative. And and thank you for sharing that, Charles. That's that's exactly, you know, that struggle sometimes that hits you within creative. And it, it doesn't matter if you're an artist, if you're creating podcasts like yourself, or if you're just, you know, on social media creating a little store just you know not to give up and and i really really i guess want to sell my art a little bit but i do believe that the wolves the lion if you put it in your office or in your trading place where wherever you have your little you know computer set up i want my art to remind people that you gotta fight for it and you gotta push to your goal like you said, and, and it was great. Thank you so for sharing your personal you know, view on it. Of course. And I love that this art that you created not only gives you this kind of fire and this strength to continue, but then, you know, whoever does end up buying it will also get that same energy from it. Um, it it's truly beautiful. So I, I think Thank we've, you. you know, we've covered almost everything there. We talked about everything that you're doing. We talked about your plans for the future. We talked about the crypto art market and where it's headed. Uh, you gave us some tips on how to be successful as an artist or as a creator. 
Uh, before we go, is there anything else that you would like my audience to know? No, I really do appreciate, you know, first of all, you um, asking me to come on to your show. I actually think you're doing and creating something really good. And I I did look at your previous um, podcast and and I feel like some of the people are, you know, just like way more accomplished, let's say, than, than I am. So I, I want to say thank you and I really appreciate it. Um, I... I I think that's pretty much it. Okay, before we go, I just I just want you I want to say that you're I think you're selling yourself short a little bit. Uh, I think you're at the top of the game in the crypto art market, and I do really appreciate you taking the time to come on. And I think this is going to be a wonderful episode for everyone who listens. So I again I just want to thank you um, very much for coming on. I really appreciate it. No problem. Thank you so much. And um, I hope you have a good evening. All right, guys, that wraps up another episode of the Crypto Entrepreneurs Podcast. I just want to say thank you for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Uh, you know, the show's for you guys. I make it for you guys. Um, and it wouldn't happen without you guys. So I really do want to thank you for that. Um, and, you know, if you found anything in this episode helpful or any of the previous episodes that I've put out, um, can you just do me a huge favor and leave us a review? Um, it would really help us out. Um, and then on top of that, uh, could you also share it with any friends, family, uh, anyone on social media? You know, if, if there's something that spoke to you in any of these episodes, I would really appreciate it if you could do that for us. Um, so thanks again for listening and uh, hope to see you next episode.